0: You're, you keep falling into the same sin over and over again. You're sinning and repenting. You're trying to find victory, but you just are, feel like you're stuck in your spiritual walk with God. Maybe you are feeling a little stagnant in your relationship with Christ, or you feel that you are learning and learning and, and never really understanding, or it's just like you go through sermon after sermon but it doesn't click it's like you're not getting it you don't feel like you're being grounded in the truths of the of the gospel and what the word of god says and really what you believe if you have said yes to any of these things i want you to know that you're not alone i want to share with you an experience of when i was going through a very similar time but um and also i'm going to give you three things that you can do today to overcome that experience, to be able to find victories that is lasting, to be able to experience the change that Christ desires to make in your heart and bring you to a point where the entire Bible just begins to open up to you and it it starts to make sense and you're understanding the will of your maker and finding direction from God. That's what this video is going to be about. But before i begin i want to introduce myself my name is enoch leffingwell and i help people to make their devotions irresistibly interesting and in this video i'm going to be sharing with you my testimony of the day i realized i was a spiritual glutton you see i was 17 years old at the time i had just given my heart to christ when i was 16 and there was a transformation that was wrought in my life. I was playing a lot of video games, and I put those away. Then I had a lot more free time, and I'm like, man, well, I guess if I'm going to be a Christian, might as well start studying the Bible. And as I opened the Word of God, I was just, it was ferocious. Uh, my, my thirst for the truth, and I was just learning. I was watching sermon after sermon. I was studying and and reading God's Word, and it was amazing. The more I learned, the better my life got. I realized it was sin. It was mit- it, it was sin that created all the misery, loss, and the pain. And the sooner I can get sin out of my life, the better my life would be. So it just made me want to learn more and more, and I, and I was loving it. It was like each day was getting better than the last, and it, it just wasn't stopping. And I was I was grateful for that. But I... I w- was listening to the sermon. I remember very vividly, I was sitting in my mother's living room on the couch. I had the laptop playing. I was listening to a sermon. It was on evangelism. And the the preacher was was pulling up these different verses and he was showing how, as as a Christian, God has called us for service. And showing that that we have... We have not only a duty, but a privilege to share with others what Christ has shared with us. And I, was, I remember being so convicted. My heart was just just yearning with this conviction. I realized I, I, he, he was bringing up verses like uh, Matthew eleven twenty-eight, where Jesus was saying, Come unto me, all ye that are burdened and are heavy laden, I'll give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me. For I am meek and lowly in Christ and ye shall find rest into your souls. And that yoke, the yoke of Christ, the work of Christ, it's service, it's ministry. And that we are called for a higher purpose. We are called redeemed for service. And I had this, this conviction on my heart. And I just remember just realizing I was learning. And I was learning and I wasn't sharing with others and I felt so guilty, and, and I just remember this conviction, this realization on God. It was like, Enoch, you are sinning by, sharing, by studying too much and not sharing in proportion to what you've been learning. You are being a spiritual glutton, just constantly eating and eating and eating the bread of life, the Word of God, and not working off those spiritual calories for the salvation of souls. And, and the guilt was so heavy on my heart I was just like Lord how, what do I do because at this time I, I, I just felt like I wasted so much of my life 16 years of my life playing video games I didn't have social skills I, I wasn't able to communicate clearly I mean I played them s- so much that I developed a speech impediment I s- 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 stuttered uh, even when I was 13 one summer and, and there's just, I, I didn't have friends and, and there's was, there was so much that was, like the odds were stacked against me. Like I had nothing to offer Christ and His service. But I saw that He was inviting me. He, and friends, He's inviting you too. And in this, in this experience, all I, I, all I could remember doing is just getting on my knees and I was praying to God. And I said, God, I, I realize, I am sorry. I, I ask for forgiveness for just learning and learning and not sharing in proportion with what I've been learning. I realize that you want me to share with others. I don't know where to start. Father, I have nothing to offer you as far as talents and abilities and skills or experience. I have none of that. The only thing I can give you is my heart. And, and your word says that you want to create in me a clean heart. You want to take this stony heart out of my flesh. And give me a heart of flesh. And I don't know why you want this wicked, filthy heart, but I, I trust you. And it was at that moment where the truth flashed before my eyes. God showed me that it is it was an internet ministry that led me to the Lord. So why couldn't God, through me, use an internet ministry to lead others to the Lord? And then it hit me. I realized, wow, God works on the plan of redemption, where all of those skills and the time and the efforts that I put into Satan's kingdom, learning these things, playing his games, those skills actually transfer to now my new life in the service of Christ. And God is showing me that that background, that experience, those interests, are able to, He is able to redeem those to be able to reach souls for Christ in these last days. And I was—I got off my knees, and I had a hope. I had an encouragement, and that's when I started a ministry uh, called Walks with God Ministries. That was in 2013 at the time, and started working with young people and, and in the community. And I—I I began to realize there are some verses, like in uh, Luke chapter six and verse thirty-eight. Jesus said, "Give." And it shall be given unto you. That a lot of times the reason why we don't understand the Bible is because we're not giving what we have. Everything in nature takes so that it can give, except for the selfish heart of man. We are the only creatures that just takes and learns and learns and learns without the purpose of imparting to other people. The trees take the sun so they can give oxygen to the world. The birds find nests in the trees. The, the, all of these things, uh, the small plants provide little homes for, for the dens for the foxes. And, and all of nature is helping each other. It is receiving so it can give. God isn't giving us light just so we can hoard it and keep it to ourselves. God teaches us so we can share with others in Proverbs chapter 15:28 I read this and I was I was like this is amazing the bible tells us how the righteous study when the righteous are opening god's word and they're seeking to understand his will they're studying for with a specific motive they're studying for a specific reason and it's in Proverbs 15:28 it says the heart of the righteous studieth to answer but the mouth of the wicked poureth out evil things. The difference between the righteous and the wicked is that the righteous are studying to answer, to answer what? To answer their questions, to answer the questions of others, the objections of others. The question, they're not just studying to learn, they're studying to teach. Matter of fact, Daniel 11:31 it says, "They that understand among the people shall instruct many." So according to that verse, I realized, wow, I really don't understand anything until I can communicate and teach it to other people. Before I started giving Bible studies, before I started sharing with others, I realized th- that I was learning, and I, I mean, I sat through sermon after sermon, hour after hour, and studying the Bible, but I didn't really feel grounded in what I believe. I didn't really. If you were to ask me back then why do you believe this? I would have been like, uh, I don't know. And I would have been tongue-tied. It would, I would not have been a workman that need not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth, as 2 Timothy 2.15 says. And so what what um, what I realized is I need to share with other people. Daniel chapter 12, it describes how um, in verse 11, that the wise, none of the wicked, the wicked will do wickedly, and none of the wicked will understand, but the wise will understand. And that word wise in the margin is a word teachers. If you really want to understand God's word, if you're struggling to overcome, you're struggling to finally get it, my question to you is have you been teaching what you know to other people? A lot of times there's this concern where it's like oh no I need to understand more I need to learn more I I need to understand more before I share anything but friends this is a lie from satan this is not the case at all consider the woman at the well in John chapter 4 verse 28 through 30 this woman she comes in contact with Christ the Samaritan woman and, and Jesus is like look I'm the Christ and and shares with her she realized she came in contact with the divine savior and immediately she left her water pot she went back to her hometown her country and she said come come see a man who told me all things that I ever did is he not the christ and what did she share she shared her testimony your testimony is something that nobody knows your testimony like you do that your testimony matters and it can change lives with the woman at the well she was living in open sin and yet the entire town of the samaritans they came out to meet jesus so at the beginning sometimes you don't have to be the message you could be the messenger sometimes it's a matter of using your testimony to bring others in front of someone who could explain who could share in these with the modern publishing in these these days sometimes that could be as simple as sharing videos on your, your Facebook wall, to be able to share your testimony as you share these videos of how it has transformed you, how it's helped you, and encourage your friends, your family to be able to share these. And I encourage you, if, if you've been enjoying this Bible study, click share, let other people know, so that they too can overcome the spiritual gluttony and find the strength to work off these spiritual calories. Now, the woman at the well is a powerful example. Another example is in Mark chapter 5, verse 18 and 19. Here's these demoniacs. They had lost their manhood to being possessed of demons. And now they come and they meet Jesus. And Jesus casts out the demons into the swine, throws them over the ledge. And now they are fully clothed, sitting in their right mind. And they're like, Jesus, let us go with you. Can, can we travel with you? And, and let us let us go. While the demoniacs, all the people of Decapolis, they're upset that the swine have gone off. And this strange traveler has now broken up their economy and destroyed some of their, their, their swine. And so they're like, get out of here. We don't want you here. Get, get out. And they're hostile against Christ and the gospel. But these, even though these two men that were the terror of the nations are now sitting fully clothed in their right mind. So when these, these previously t- possessed men sought to follow Jesus with him on his journey, Jesus said, no, go back to your family, go back to your kindred, go back to Decapolis and tell them what great things God has done for you. That's their testimony. God isn't asking them to share what they don't know. God is asking them to share what they have experienced. All of us have some sort of testimony. Some sort of experience or praise report that we can share with others uh, what God has done with us. These men, they've never heard a sermon fall from the lips of Christ. They haven't spent as much time with Jesus as did the disciples, but they could share what they knew. And that's what I realized too. I really felt like I could relate with those demoniacs that God was just saying, go share what great things God has done for you. And as I started to share, I immediately caught up my best friend. I'm like, Josh, you've got to get over here. Come check this out and see what I've been learning. And I share with him, and he's like, whoa, this is amazing. I didn't know how to give a Bible study. I just read this book and, and it was going through the Bible with him. And I started to share with friends in high school in um, the neighborhood, switched the, the living room around, put a a whiteboard up on the wall and the couch on the ends. We didn't have the TV. We started um, having the, uh, a tripod behind the couch and the teleprompter above the couch and we just started to do Bible studies. That's why I started recording videos like this in the living room of my mother's house when I was 17 years old with a little Galaxy S3 camera and, uh, and an old tripod that mom had as a hand-me-down uh, from when she used to go to uh, college and it's just, it could barely hold itself up there. I mean, it's amazing the humble beginnings and the simple, simple tools. Those videos that were recorded in that living room were were watched by thousands of people all around the world in these past years. So don't feel, don't listen to the lie that says, I cannot share until I understand everything first. In reality you will never understand until you share what you know first that's the truth when you look at a when you look at water or a pond what happens when water gets stagnant and it doesn't move when there's no flowing of the the water it starts to breed algae it starts to breed uh Fungus and mosquitoes and death. And you can't drink that water. That's because there's no movement. There's no flowing. That's very sickly, unhealthy water. But when you t- compare that to a stream of water that is flowing and how fresh that it is, and that movement purifies it. A matter of fact, Proverbs eleven twenty five 25 puts it this way. He that watereth, ...shall be watered also himself. If we want to be watered, then we need to water others. And water is a symbol of the Word of God in Ephesians 5.26. So if we really want to understand, we need to share what we know with other people. And it's amazing the deception that Satan wants to blind our minds with... ...that we need to understand everything before we share anything. Because in reality... The truth is, we will never get past the ABCs of divine things until we start working for the salvation of others. Until we start engaging and sharing with others what God has shared with us. That's when we re- things start to click. That's when we start to find victories. And if you want to know the secret of overcoming, the secret of overcoming is by helping others overcome. I read of a man who was lost in a blizzard. And as he was going through this blizzard, he was traveling and his, his vital forces were just giving up. He was losing hope for his own life and he was getting colder and chilled to the bones and he had just decided that he's going to he's going to quit and he's going to just lie down and die in the cold blizzard alone until he heard the groanings of a fellow traveler. And as he heard that the someone, and he saw that this man was, was worse off than himself, then his humanity arose, his sympathy arose, and it was awakened, and he decided to go swing under and, and lift him up and seek to carry him out of the blizzard. And as he was carrying him out of the blizzard, the truth flashed before his eyes. In saving his neighbor, he ended up saving himself. That is the experience that we can have when we go to work for the salvation of souls. Evangelism does much for the changing of our own hearts, even sometimes more than it does for the changing of others. And God is seeking to use you to help save you to help that you wouldn't be left to yourself. Imagine if Christ just kept it himself and he didn't share with others. Imagine if Christ, I could see, I can imagine how easy it would be for Jesus who is in heaven worship, angels are worshiping him. He's the monarch of the universe. All things obey his voice. He didn't have to come down to this small little, little earth that has fallen that Adam and Eve, they, they ate the fruit that they shouldn't have, they sinned. The day you eat thereof, thou shalt surely die. We could have died in our sins and it would have been just. He could have stayed and remained in his throne of glory, but he loved us with an everlasting love. He decided, God committed his love towards us that while we were yet sinners, he died for us. He chose you and and just, I love the parable of the one lost sheep, how the shepherd has 99 righteous, but there's this one lost sheep, and he was so anxious, he couldn't sleep, he couldn't rest until that one sheep was found, and he would endure the mountains, he would leave the 99, which sounds, it it almost sounds unreasonable and crazy to leave 99 just for one, until you realize that one lost sheep is you. And this shepherd doesn't stop until he finds that one lost sheep, the smallest number that could be numbered. And so it is with Christ. He would have died for you if you were the only sinner that needed a Savior. But imagine that great love that he has for souls. What if he decided to be a hermit? What if he decided to to be a monk or to just sit and study and pray and study and pray all day? The truth is those who do nothing but study and pray all day will soon cease to pray. God desires that we ask to receive so that we can give. He gives us light so that we can impart that light to those around us. There is a moral purpose of studying. And I want to challenge you, friends. Why do you study the Word of God? Are you studying to learn, or are you studying to teach? The righteous, the righteous study to answer. They study to teach. There's a different reason that's motivating the righteous for, for learning. So what you can do about this is, is, number one, there's three things that you can do to, to start sharing with other people today. Number one is to take notes. As you study, don't just study for yourself. Take notes on the things that reach out to you, the things that speak to you, the things that answer your questions and answer your prayers. And that way you can have documented your devotions so that you're able to give an answer, so that you can share with people about these experiences that are going on, what great things God has done for you. And number two is to practice sharing your testimony. Praise God for the things that are taking place. If you're one of those people who feels that you don't have a testimony, then what you need to do is number three is to create a gratitude list. I challenge you for the next 30 days, make a list of 10 things that you are grateful for and do not repeat them every day in the morning. Just write down 10 things that you're grateful for for the next 30 days and you will see your life change. You will see your perspective of everything change. You will never say that you don't have another testimony again. When your heart is so filled with gratitude for what great things God has done for you, you cannot help but to share it with others. Like the woman at the well, the first impulse of a renewed life is to share Christ with others. We should be afraid if we are studying And we are not sharing with other people. That reveals a spiritual sickness. A spiritual gluttony. And the only way to overcome this spiritual gluttony is to work for the salvation of souls and work off those spiritual calories. And I realized in doing that, it changed my life. And everything began to open up. My understanding of the Bible skyrocketed once I started to take notes and to share with other people. So I encourage you, friends, definitely do that. If you have any questions, let me know in the comments below. I would love to hear um, and and answer this question. What is the number one thing that challenges you, that you currently struggle with in sharing with others what God has shared with you? And... Also, if you like this video, I encourage you to click like because it helps for more people to share as well as to share the video because sharing is caring. And before we go, I want, to, I want to teach you a song. We got this relevant scripture song that I hope will be able that you can play in your minds that as you're, as you're listening to this song, you could be reminded that this yoke of sin this worry, perplexity that we often find ourselves in life, we can take it to the Lord. We can leave it there. He is promising to give us rest, but it's only when we take on that yoke of Christ. And that yoke is ministry friends. This song is Matthew 11:28 through 30. Matthew 11:28 through30, it's a powerful song, and it goes something like this.
1: Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest, and I will give you rest. Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest, take Take my yoke upon you And learn of me For I am meek and lowly in heart Ye shall find rest Ye shall find rest unto your souls For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Matthew 11, 20, Matthew 20, 8 through 30, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Come
0: unto me Friends, if it was not for the training, the encouragement, the the fellowship, the mentorship that I received from other gospel workers, evangelists, and teachers in my life that have helped to teach me tact and effective methods to study the Bible, effective, tactful ways to share with others, then I wouldn't be able to have the same experience that I did before. Mentorship was so powerful in my life to be able to share with other people, and engage in in studying to teach. And so with that, I want to encourage you to go to thearmyofyouth.com because on our website, you're going to find training. You're going to find programs, courses. You're going to find things that will help you to provide that necessary guidance that can point you where in the Word of God and effective methods to share with others because... Maybe you were like me at the beginning where you try to share with others but you struggle because they weren't receiving it or they weren't listening or people weren't interested or different things. But I I learned that with just a few tweaks, with applying a few simple strategies, you're able to win souls successfully. When you follow the Bible plan that is revealed on thearmyofyouth.com, you're going to see some changes in your ability to minister to others. Thank you so much for watching and I look forward to seeing you on the on the website. Have a great day and God bless. Are you
1: good?